Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On the injury front so far, so uh, the following players will not practice today. Gabe Davis, Russell Douglas, Taylor Rapp, Tyrell Dodson, and then limited uh, in the concussion protocol is Ty Johnson. Deion Dawkins has... Uh, hand laceration coming off the game, so he'll be limited as well. And then veteran rest will be Vaughn and, and uh, Leonard Floyd. So with that, I'll turn it over to you, and uh, we'll go from there. What is Taylor Rapp dealing with? Uh, calf. That's pretty different from last week's shot. Hearing the report's a bit different. Is that is, It must be a concern going into a, into a playoff game now. Yeah, would you like to be a little healthier than that? Yes, we've been dealing with it. Quite honestly, most of the year, and we found a way, and um, we'll continue to do that. An indication on you know, potential availability for some of the guys, Russell, Gabe, Tyrell? As far as the game goes, you mean? Or, yeah, no. Um, just talking with the trainers, we got to take it one day at a time here and see, see how we go. So you put them all in that day to day bucket? Yeah. With Joe Brady, since you observed him in his new role and worked with him, what has stood out about his process? Uh, yeah, I would say, bless you, right from day one, and Joe in this in this role has been um, a great communicator, uh, very collaborative, and um, his energy, um, you know, allows for that. He's got good energy to get up out of his seat from his desk, go connect with said coach, and make sure that they're aligned on on the plan and the understanding of the plan and uh, or, or whatever it might be. So I think that's that's what stood out the most. Can you talk about Rudolph and what he's meant to them? I mean, kind of came out of nowhere, really. They're 3-0. and yeah. Why has that happened, do you think, if you watch them? Uh, they're, they're playing good football. Um, again, I've said this before. You don't look at records. I mean, people could look at our record and say, say the same thing, right, just in terms of, hey, well, um, they snuck into the playoffs, whatever. Um, this is a good football team. Uh, undefeated under Mason Rudolph and well-coached, um, playing good on both sides of the ball and special teams. Um, so um, I think when you watch the last three games in particular, uh, they're playing high-quality football. What do you think about the physical, what do you see on film about the physical nature of their play on both sides of the line, in yeah. the line of scrimmage? Very physical, um, very, very physical, um, as physical as we've seen all season. Also, I think it's, I saw the stat since week nine, they've run the ball more than any team in the league. Sunday could be one of those days in Orchard Park. So, it, it, you know, their running game, what, what do you have to do to kind of keep that under control? Well, it starts with the mindset. Um, 
you know, it starts with the mindset. So you got to have that. Um, and um, that's really where it starts. So it's a physical game. They're a physical team. Um, look, if we want to, if we want to have a chance, we got to play physical. Uh, there's no, there's no negotiating around that or finding a way around it. Um, that's the style of football you have to play, in particular this time of year and, and against this football team. Sean, I know playoffs usually like to play clean. Nothing you did before matters, but considering the mindset of your team for over a month has been playoff must-win scenarios, do you encourage them to almost carry that over as opposed to, to normal years that are in the postseason? Um, I would say yes, uh, just overall. Um, we have to continue to take uh, the lessons we've learned from the last six weeks or so and and continue with those, uh, continue to apply those lessons. And um, I think the biggest thing is just the love that uh, the, dis- the different displays or different forms of love that the guys have shown uh, through their play in some, in some capacities and then just, you know, off the field in other capacities. And I think that's probably the biggest thing in terms of, um, how they've done some of the things that they've that they've done to this point. Sean, I'm not sure if I remember remember back to the start of training camp, but you were joking about all the buzz about Dalton Kincaid and all the fantasy buzz, and said, "Can you just can we just wait to let him get his helmet on first and have a full practice?" Well, I'm checking back in. What do you make? <laughs> um, I would say, first of all, he's had a very very good year as, as his first season in the NFL, and I'm not surprised. You know, you just some of that is so you guys don't, you know, put too much expectations on a young player who hasn't even at that point practiced one one snap in at least training camp in the NFL. So, um, you know, it's I think he's had a phenomenal year. I think his approach has been tremendous um, with Coach Boris and and having Dawson in that room and Q. Q Morris, I mean, it's a really good room in terms of the, the, the mentality of the room and the day-to-day approach. Um, and, Dal- and Dalton is, is wired the right way. Um, he's, he's stayed resilient. Um, he's gotten his uh, legs back underneath him after probably a little bit of a, of a wall there that most players uh, endure. And I think that says a lot about his mental toughness also. Just as a follow-up, in a broader picture, given Gabe's uncertainty of his status. How important is it to be entering the playoffs having Dalton and Khalil and even, you know, other guys step, you know, emerge uh, to take that load off um, should Gabe not be available? Yeah, I mean, you saw that this past weekend, and um, we've got to move forward, and and we are. uh, We're going to need it again. It takes everyone, um, and you never know. Uh, when your number is going to be called, as it was for Balin last week or Vandy, um, Trent, um, many others, right? T-Rap, Deontay. Uh, so you've got to be ready when your number is called. And um, that goes back to what happens today and in, in, in the week as, as we build into uh, to Sunday there. When you mentioned Dalton's approach, like what specifically are you seeing that has enabled him to have this kind of season? Well, it's more of a consistent, um, mature beyond his years um, approach in terms of he's in the training room, he's staying ahead of things um, um, in terms of taking care of his body because that's that's as hard as is just keeping your body as fresh as it can possibly possibly be through 17 games. Um, 
you know, he studies, he's in here early, he stays late. All those, all those qualities, those intangibles are what allow players to, to be really good early. Or um, I can't tell you how many times players who eventually do that were like, man, I, I missed. I wish I would have done that earlier. Um, and then there's players who never figure it out, and then they're in and out of the league rather quickly. So it's no different in, in, in real life. I mean, it's, it's no different. Uh, you put the time in, um, at some point you'll see the results. Where do you think the offense is at right now in terms of its overall level of consistency heading into the postseason? Always, uh, always trying to find that that perfect game, even though perfection does not exist. Um, we've moved the ball. Um, you know, we moved the ball in particular this past game, um, and so it's hey, what can we do to continue to improve? And that is true of the offense. It's true of all three phases. Um, you know, starting with me. So uh, I think that's just a continual, that growth mindset of continual improvement um, is where we're, where our focus is probably out of more than anything right now, offensively and, and the other two phases as well. With James Cook's emergence this season, having two wide receivers such as Khalil Shakir and Gabe Davis, their willingness to do the dirty work and, and run blocking, how have you seen that open the door for, for James to, to kind of spread his wings here. Yeah, unselfishness is one of the qualities of great teams. And I'm not saying we're there yet. Um, I'm just saying that if you want to be great, you've got to be willing to serve and you've got to be willing to be that teammate um, that's willing to do the dirty work. Um, that 111th mindset that we refer to quite quite often here. Without that, it's, you know, it's just a group of individuals, um, independent contractors. So... Um, I would say that you saw that um, quite frequently in the game the other night, and uh, and and we need more of it. Um, and that just goes back to, as I said earlier, um, I'm not sure who asked the question. Maybe maybe John did, but just the, the different displays of love for your teammates, for for the team, um, it comes out in different forms. And and I think that's one of the areas you're talking about right there. With those end of game situations, being something you study a lot during the bye week, success since then with it, is there any? Um, it's been different each time, I would say. Uh, I think more than anything, it's, um, it's belief. Um, uh, it's a mindset. And, uh, and I would say that we, we practiced it before. Now we're practicing it um, more full speed. Um, so I think those are, those are invaluable uh, exposures for us uh, every week. Sean, Sean, the run defense has done a really good job creating negative plays, either tackles for loss or, or no gain. But on the flip side of that, it's also given up a, a fair share of explosive runs too. Um, do those correlate in, in any way in your mind? And how do you try to limit one with maximizing the other? Yeah, um, no, fair question, Jay. It's, it's, uh, it's, we've got to be more consistent. Right, and that's that starts with just great run fundamentals, um, and not you know going down that rabbit hole right now. But there's a lot of things that go into it, right? In terms of um, fundamentals, playing playing with your hands, playing with good pad level, being in your gap, fitting where you're supposed to fit. And again, similar to the question earlier that Alex asked, it's, it takes all eleven, not just the front. It's a it's an all eleven total uh, defensive team effort in that regard. So. Um, I've got to start by putting them in the right positions to, to be there, to be that uh, in terms of the run game and, and then the, um, 
the technique that's involved there. Sean, three minutes to go in the game, fourth and one. You're in their your own territory. <coughs> you go for it and you get it. When you started coaching for a long time, that would have been almost unheard of. Now it's become more commonplace. <laughs> Did that take a while to get used to? Or how, how do you think that evolved for you maybe and for the game itself where – you know, you're going to put maybe more faith in the offense and try to keep the ball in those circumstances that it used to be almost a guaranteed punt. Right. Yeah, I mean, from the time you're this 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 big, growing up playing Pop Warner ball, AU ball, whatever it's called, you that's a punt situation every time, right? Ten out of ten. Um, the game's evolved. Uh, analytics has, has uh, I think, moved the game forward a little bit as well. And then um, every situation is a little bit different. Uh, we may get in that situation this week, and I don't do that. Um, so that situation, I felt like it was it was the right situation for us to, to go for it and stay on the gas. And, um, you know, we'll just see every situation. Like I said, it's different. Every game's different because the opponents are different. How much of that is the game evolving versus how much is that you evolving? I think there's – I think it's probably, it's probably both. Um, I, just, I just think that the longer you're in a job, if you're doing it the right way, you continue to – to, to grow and learn, and um, you go through experiences. Uh, no different for your jobs. You know, you're better. Hopefully, you're better in your second year as a reporter than your first year. And if you're doing your job right as a coach, no different. Um, and so, uh, we were just discussing another situation that came up in the game, myself and another staff member, a few minutes ago, and saying, "Hey, I think we, I think I feel good about that. I have peace about that. But let's go back and and follow up on that. Do you still feel good about it um, as I do?" And and so. Um, it's it's continual learn, uh, continual growth, and um, because you know no, t- no no two situations are exactly alike from from year to year, but you can draw on certain experiences that you've had in the past and say, hey, I, this is how I would handle that. Or even quite honestly, you watch games around the league and and you see some of those situations, and um, you know there's just a lot that goes into it. Sean, in terms of the weather on Sunday, you know, the weather will be the weather, but yeah. how do you? Uh, a little bit of both, I would say, uh, for sure, Jenna, with the mindset, yes, um, and then also the preparation that goes into it. Uh, we've been through uh, a lot of games here where where um, we've had to, um, no pun intended, weather the storm that way, right? So um, it just it affects a lot of things. It affects how you play the game, how you manage the game. Um, so it's it's... When we have that here, uh, it's uh, it's an added dimension to our preparation. When it comes to, it, when it comes to adapting and, and, and with the new expanded practice squad rules that you've enjoyed over the past couple of years, the benefits of having a guy like Leonard Fournette and Josh Norman on the practice squad, which was not really available to you, um, you know, back you know, four years ago. Yeah, I think that that's been uh, healthy and good for the league, um, and I and I would venture to guess that veteran players have uh, would agree with that. Like some guys are able to get their, get their legs underneath of them. And then when they're called to play that they're ready to go as, as opposed to, you know, a few years ago before this uh, new rule came, came into play that you'd have maybe none or one or two. I can't remember the old rule. In fact, it's been a few years, but I like the way it is now. And I'm sure again, some of these, more veteran players appreciate uh, the league doing it. John, back to your physicality. You were talking about how the Steelers will be the most physical team you play. 
know, there's different games you can look back on this season. The Dallas game comes to mind. But how comfortable or confident do you feel that your team can play that type of game if they need to? Very confident, yeah. But that's why we're going out to practice today as well, um, to continue to work on those, those key fundamentals that we're going to need to execute uh, come Sunday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.